This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. I'm Mike Hebert, owner of Cantex Roofing and Construction. Every day is game day, and we'll get it right when it comes to your roofing, construction, windows, and mirrors. Call Cantex Roofing and Construction today. Together, we are one serving you. That uh, I didn't know existed. And I mean, it's there's a long list of things that exist out there that I, I'm not aware of or in the total loop on or, you know, have, you know, just innate knowledge on. But uh, I learned, I learned this, um, you know, I said, uh, said to the lucky lady, I, I don't think we've, we don't think we've gotten the mail yet this morning, this afternoon. It's on Saturday. It was a rainy day here and kind of a lazy day around our stead, probably around a lot of people's steads. Just, you know, just kind of when it's a nice, gentle rain. We hadn't had one of those in feels like years where it just rained all day. Nice, gentle, soft rain. So I went out to the, I was going to go out to the mailbox and she said, well, I can tell you what's in there. I said, you can tell me what's in the mailbox? She said, yeah, there's a, there's an app for that. An app. There's an app. Did you know that there was an app that the United States Postal Service puts out? that will tell you what's in your mailbox as opposed to just going out to the mailbox and getting the mail and going, Oh, look at that. Got this bill or got a card from Joe Schmo for my birthday or whatever. You know, I was not aware that there was an app. And so I go out to the mailbox and, uh, it doesn't tell you the junk mail or the advertising mail that comes in, but, uh, I said, uh, I said to her, I said, ha, I said, we got two of this. She goes, yeah. She goes, I, I knew that. I knew that you got two of those because I had changed an appointment for a doctor's appointment that I have. And I got two, I got the one that I changed to and then another one that I changed to. And both of those envelopes came in the mail. And I'm like, that's the damnedest thing. It seems to me like a complete waste of time by the United States Postal Service and a complete misuse of funds because um, you have to have somebody think about this if 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 everybody out there if they know what they're getting okay and they can see on an app are we just too damn lazy to go out to the post office box or the mailbox and and see what's in there there's no there's is there no joy in anything now of being able to just open up the mailbox and go hey I wonder what I got no I can look at my app and go yeah I really don't want to go to the mailbox because I don't want that bill or yeah, I really don't like that person, even though they sent me a birthday card or a thank you note for the graduation present I gave their kid or whatnot. <laughs> it just seems crazy to me. Why would why would you why would you need an app to tell you what's in your mailbox when all you have to do is walk to your mailbox, right? Yeah, I don't really have a good answer for that. Yeah. I don't. You want to talk about something that seems extremely useless? Yeah. I mean, aren't you going to ultimately have to go to your mailbox to get yes. it out, anyways? Yes. What is yes. the point? Yes. yes. I don't understand. Jeff, you have a thought on that? You're usually a pretty smart guy on these types of things. You realize I check my mailbox like twice a month. Really? So maybe if you're, I get the electric bill out of it and throw away the junk mail. Yeah, maybe if you're like wondering, I wonder if something's in there. Yeah. I mean, again, you could just go look. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I don't really. 
I don't really understand the purpose. Yeah, I, really do, I really don't either. <laughs> I, I How really, does your wife use it? I mean, she's got I don't it. know. I don't know. She just, I, I, this was one of those, again, one of those nuances that I, you know, things that take she, place that I don't know. But she didn't tell you how it benefits her? I didn't ask, you know. I, 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 I just, I stayed away from that. I just, I just, because I, I, I kind of made fun of it, and then that was not... I said, "Well, that's that's morning drive material," and and uh, I, that was not met with <laughs> that was met with some disdain, I think, because she thought I was making fun of her, but I really wasn't. I wasn't making fun of her. I was just I wasn't. It was to me, it was one of those incredulous things that I learned that I just didn't didn't know. So seems was, odd to me. It seems it seems, it seems <laughs> worthless to me, to be <laughs> honest with you. Uh, somebody off the Yates Flooring Center chat line says this. <clears throat> It is called informed delivery under UPS. Informed delivery under UPS. Okay. Informed delivery. Whatever. Maybe it's uh, helpful when you're away for an extended amount of time. Well, I mean, usually you yeah. just have a stop put on your on your on your deal on your mail. You know, just if you're going to be gone for, you know, a couple of weeks or whatever, just you know, put a put a stop on your mail and that then when you come back you'll you get to go through it all and just think how clark griswold would have just been attached to that app during christmas vacation mm-hmm. i mean because he'd have been wondering yes. the whole time if his where, bonus had where come his christmas bonus was. Yes. he'd have been looking every day yeah no 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 doubt uh somebody says it's a security thing okay whatever i mean Whatever, I guess, you know, like, I guess. Security thing. Like, if something's in there that's important, you're going to rush out to get it? Uh, I guess. And, Jeff, you, t- you check your mail twice a month? Or you About could twice a month. Yeah. You could know if something was in there. Yeah. You could know if something was in there, so if it came up missing. I wonder if it, I wonder if it says uh, bomb. Wait, does it say bomb? So there's bomb. a bomb in there. Yeah. <laughs> B- bomb. Yeah. There's a bomb in there. Uh, Dan in Dallas says it was great to see Coach Kitley holding the Big 12 trophy. Yes, he's done that before. Mm-hmm. He's done that before. but He's uh, done it this year. He's already. done it this year, right? Yeah, but it never gets old. I would think it never gets old, right? Yeah. I would think it I would think it never gets old, right? No 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 question about it. Hey, if given I, the opportunity to lift <clears throat> the Big 12 t- trophy after winning it, I highly recommend lifting the Big 12 trophy after you win it every time. Sure. I, I saw this uh, early this morning, and, and I kind of thought of some of our uh, discussions of, of, of baseball and college baseball. And, you know, you've talked about how um, the game kind of policing itself, so to speak, um, and how basically it's become more and more difficult to do that because you, you can't have the, the chin music, so to speak, or things like that. Uh, and then you've talked uh, about the the chirping or the the talking at the in the dugout. So yesterday, uh, Philadelphia uh, taking on uh, Denver. This is in Denver, and apparently uh, Bryce Harper was uh, none too happy. Colorado. Yeah, is there, it, is it's in, the Colorado it's, Rockies, yeah, it's not Colorado. the Denver Rockies. Yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. I I just looking at the Denver Dateline, and I just got I just gotcha. got. I, I, it's just I just got miscombobulated upstairs. Happens quite frequently, as you are well aware. Um, anyway, so this should be the new name of this show. Miscombobulated upstairs. <laughs> miscombobulated upstairs. Can you fit that, Jeff? Yeah. 
Anyway, uh, Phillies are losing 4 nothing, and Bryce Harper's not happy about how Colorado reliever Jake Bird ended an inning. Apparently, he uh, got an out and uh, clapped his hand against his glove and then said something towards the Philly dugout. Okay? Mm-hmm. And so Harper says, I get emotion. Uh, I, I understand getting fired up for an ending and stuff like that. But once you make it about a team or make it about yourself and the other team, that's when I've got a problem with it. And he he went after the Colorado dugout. And he was initially uh, restrained by the Rockies catcher, then the Philadelphia Phillies third base coach. Uh, they kept him from getting into a group of players. He said, after that point, I just went out there to go, Harper said. Uh, another player was behind him, and this, another player was too. He said, I appreciate my teammates for coming out with me and doing that. It was the heat of the moment. Once we got out there, Bird just flew into the dugout. I thought that was pretty funny. He did. He just kept walking. <laughs> he flew bird. He lit the flame and bird, then just bird bird flew into the dugout. I thought that was kind of funny. Okay. <laughs> okay. Went away. Anyway, I, I thought it was gutless of him to, to get it started and then just walk into the dugout. Um at least stand out there and yell back. Yeah. His uh his manager uh said this, Harper's manager, you never want to see your star players get thrown out of a game, but he's protecting his teammates. That's what this group does. They protect each other, they fight for each other, and I'm proud of them for it. He's an emotional guy, and he was sticking up for his teammates. Yeah. And the skipper for the Phillies had already been thrown out for arguing <laughs> balls and strikes earlier in the game. So it was a frustrating afternoon, I think, Sounds in, like it. in Denver for uh, for Philly. But I thought that was interesting, given what we've talked about this year in terms of you know chirping and dugout and policing the game and all that kind of stuff. Your daily dose of sports and fun. This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Morning Drive, time for this day in sports history. Today is the 15th day of May. We are halfway through the very, very month of May, almost. There's 31 days, so we're not quite that way yet. But here is Jeff McGuire with the day in sports history. 1912 is where we will start. Ty Cobb rushes a heckler at the New York Highlanders game and gets suspended. Man. There'll be more on this story in the upcoming days. Okay. Sometimes I feel like hecklers get what they deserve. Right. Yeah. 1918, Washington Senator Walter Johnson pitches a one-to-nothing 18-inning game. 1941, Joe DiMaggio gets a hit. He would get one every game for the next 55 <laughs> games. At least one. Yankees lose today, 13 Okay. Yeah. 1959, the 100th anniversary of the very first college baseball game took place hmm. between uh, Armist and Williams teams. The two teams, or cities, reenact... The original contest. 1973, California Angels' Nolan Ryan's first no-hitter beats the Kansas City Royals 3 to nothing. A show that is near and dear to Chuck's heart, 1981. The Harlem Globetrotters are on Gilligan's Island, airs for the very first time. <laughs> Harlem Globetrotters were on Gilligan's Island. Yeah, they, they made a how, stop. How did they end up there? This is after the... the the castaways got rescued. They then go back and build a resort, and the yes. Harlem Globetrotters play on the island. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. yeah. And it is as stupid and funny and silly as you think it is. <laughs> 1980, 
1989, Blue Jays fire Jimmy Williams as their manager. J-I-M-Y Williams. They replace him with C.O. Gaston. You may know him as Hall of Famer, Cito Gaston, because of his managing of the Blue Jays. Yeah, he had, did a pretty good job. They went back-to-back in a World Series. 1991, U.S. President George H.W. Bush takes Queen Elizabeth to the Oakland A's Baltimore Orioles game. <laughs> I wonder if he got her a hot dog. I would imagine a hot dog would have been on the things that you serve the Queen of England, yes. Sure. 2010, Jessica Watson, at age 16, becomes the youngest person to solo sail nonstop and unassisted around the world. Hmm. And we know what a perfect game is when you have 27 outs, no runs, no hits, no errors. I think this should be called... No no walks, no base runners. Yeah. Uh, I think this should be called the reverse perfect game. Because the Pittsburgh Pirates win one to nothing over the Cincinnati Reds, despite no hits, they win a no hitter where they were no hit. Jeez! Happy National Chocolate Chip Day! Mm. Just the chocolate chip, huh? Just the chip. Okay. No cookie or ice cream today, so enjoy both, or both in, but well, the one in the other, at the same time, even. Happy birthday, NFL rushing leader Emmett Smith is 54. Hmm. Ray Lewis, 48. Andy Murray, 36. Rod Smith is 53. George Brett, 70. John Smoltz, 56. Josh Beckett, 43. Michael Brantley is 36. A.J. Hinch, 49. And Don Nelson is 83. And on this day in 1988, more than eight years after they intervened in Afghanistan to support the pro-communist government, Soviet troops begin their withdrawal from Afghanistan. And that is this day in sports history. All right. This day in sports history, 649 this morning here on the morning drive. Just looking at uh, the Jimmy Williams career just a little bit. Because he was, he was one of those guys, really good coach, got elevated to manager, but, but not so good as a manager. He managed the Blue Jays for three years, the Red Sox for about four, and the Astros for a couple uh, he was part of two World Series champions, though, as a, as a third, I think he was third base coach, uh, 95 and 2008. Okay. So that kind of puts a little bow on that. Uh, let's see. Cito Gaston had a high quality grade A mustache. Okay. 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 Uh, somebody wanting to know about the West Virginia fans. Were they as bad as they sounded on the broadcast? I credit their passion. They were definitely into it. They just they just complained about every non-strike call for the West Virginia pitchers. And it's like, come on, guys, be a little bit more, I don't know if educated is the right word. But, sure. I mean, if you're sitting down the first baseline, just because the pitch looks high enough, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, there were pitches that were you know, three or four inches off the plate that were mm-hmm. obvious. That, I mean, they were just wearing out the umpire. Like, you can't see, you know, the inside, outside of the plate. I sure. mean, I get that. At Dan Lafield, Rip Griffin Park, we can't, mm-hmm. you know, where we sit down the first baseline. So you understand that 
yeah, well, it must have been in or out. You know, mm-hmm. we can see the height, and and these fans are just going off on the umpire. I'm like, you can't see from that <laughs> angle. Just get a clue. Well, they, they, they probably probably didn't have a clue. I mean, it's, uh, it's, but know, again, I like their passion. It was a great crowd the whole weekend. It was good stuff. Uh, this from the Yates Flooring Center chat line from our friend Sonia. Uh, she says our P.O. box is 15 miles away, so we only check it about once per week. With informed delivery, I know if I need to go collect something sooner uh, that's time-sensitive or packages. Uh, this, I had an insurance client, client who was out of town, and he called me and asked me what, I, what it was I had mailed him. They found, about the, found out about the app at the Chillicothe Post Office. Okay. Who knew? I mean, see, I mean, you do... Um, you do learn something on this program, right? <laughs> Occasionally, you do learn something. I think they've learned a lot about us, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Chuck pronounces "hot" and "dog" much differently than "hot dog." Wonder why that was or is? I don't know. It's, maybe it's my. I don't know. I don't know why that is. Hot dog. Is that is that different? Than most? Yeah, most people say hot dog. Okay. Uh, maybe I'm just thinking about being you're, a vendor. Yeah, that you, you're, that's your vendor voice. <laughs> that's my vendor, my vendor voice. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I've got a, you know, that, I've thought about that, you know, being just a hot dog salesman. But but those things are too heavy to carry around. Did you know that? I mean, they were, I mean, they're. They look are, heavy. Yeah, they, and um, they, they're hot and they're steaming and. All those kinds of things. But you wouldn't be able to stop and talk. You gotta move right, into sell another right, dog. Right. <laughs> have to keep have to keep moving. Have to have to keep moving. Uh, can't do that. Six fifty three this morning here on the morning drive. Somebody had asked about the new seven footer. We'll get to him. Um the, he's uh he's committed uh to uh, Texas Tech. His name is Warren Washington. And he's a bona fide seven footer, Jamie. I don't even have to go down there and beg, borrow, and plead with uh, Coach Grant McCaslin to, hey, let's make this guy a seven footer. He is a seven footer. He's listed at seven feet. So his name's Warren Washington. He's played for a number of different teams, and now he's going to play for the Red and Black. So, woohoo! Here we go. Rim protector. And he'll be inside the paint, baby. He doesn't. He doesn't get out there and shoot the three. Yeah, watching the video of him, he can score a little bit with his back to the basket. He's definitely a guy that's athletic and um, not going to – it doesn't look like a guy that's going to shoot a lot outside, but mm-hmm. more so a guy that's going to hang around the rim and, you know, get get lobs and get get touches in the paint and, and really not be – he's not what you'd call stretch four or stretch five or anything like that. He's not like a physical, super physical guy, but – He's a rim uh, protector, though. He's he's a guy that can block the ball away. I'm sure Shot. at seven foot he yeah. can block some shots. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah he's, he's almost you know. two a game last year. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's that's I like good. it. I like the addition. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. That's uh, that's pretty cool. Uh, Six fifty four this morning on the morning drive, and I think there's more to come for Coach McCaslin. I sure would hope so, because yeah, we're going to need more. There's more to come. Mm-hmm. Uh, this uh, from Risa. I've used informed delivery for years now. It's awesome when you're expecting something important. Ah, just another reason to check your damn phone. Uh, this Morning Drive is a very unique radio show. Mm-hmm. We'll, I'll, we'll take that as a compliment, right? Absolutely. Uh, this, I enjoy Chuck's version of Hot Dog. I'd definitely buy one from him. 
Oh. Hot dog, man. How about that? Hot diggity dog. Hot diggity dog. Unfortunately, he's only selling advertising at this time. You'll have to contact oh, I don't know. him later I don't know. when he picks up the I don't hot know. dog box. might have hot dogs. You never know what I might have in my trunk. Might have some steaming hot dogs for you. Red Raiders won't hire him. They know he doesn't know how to get to the ballpark. So. <laughs> no one wants a business card from a hot dog vendor. Okay. All right. You guys are making fun of me. Your daily dose of sports and fun. This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3. Presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Want to win $1,000? Want to win $5,000? Want to crack the code on this baseball team? Coach Tadlock probably give you a million dollars. But we, Double T97.3 in the home zone, want you to crack our code. And you can go to DoubleT97.3.com right now. Even if you haven't been playing, you can play today. All right? And you can get signed up. And you can put in some codes, three-digit code, and try to uh, crack that code. And that's actually five. <laughs> it takes five numbers to win. Okay, so, and it's not one, two, three, four, five, okay? And it's not five, four, three, two, one, but it's some kind of combination thereof. And um, then be listening uh, for your opportunities to, to win. You can go to doubleT973.com at any time to get signed up. Your next opportunity to win comes up at 4.15 this afternoon during Tech Talk here on Double T973. Or this morning at 10.15 with the end of the bench guys on 100.7 The Score or the bottom line dudes at 1.15 this afternoon. We'll give away $5,000 on June the 1st to anybody that's gotten signed up. So, I mean, you sign up, you're qualified to win $5,000, and we'll do that at Two Docks on June the 1st. It's all brought to you by The Home Zone, where they make your house a home, and Double T 97.3. We call it Crack the Code to win ten grand. Somebody could win $1,000 today. Okay. Today. All right, so just a uh, couple things from the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Uh, I don't remember them shaking hands post COVID. Okay. All right. I don't think we've had a handshake line with the opposing team at the law. Same team, yes. Opposing team, nope. Well, and here's the deal you've won 28 of your 34 games at home. So the majority of the time, then at home, you're, you're, you've you're, won. You've won. And, and, and uh, yeah, usually it's on a Sunday that you do it. Okay. It's at the end of a series. Okay. You don't do it after every game. Okay. But you would do it for a midweek series ending or you'd do it for, for, a, for a weekend series ending. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, I, I just, man, this is like one of those things that just drives me nuts. Yeah. I'm with you. Because people are trying to, you know, hey, Read something be, be, yeah, be disappointed that the team's not playing well. I get it. Be disappointed mm-hmm. that it was another series loss. I, I, I get it. I, I understand. Be disappointed that your your pitching staff just has not performed well this year and your offense has been inconsistent. I, 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 I get it. Um, I understand that. But, I mean, people saying this is a bad look for our program because we didn't shake hands. I, this is something that it, you're not seeing in the Big 12 anymore. And some Yahoo goes on the internet. I don't know who it was, whether it was a West Virginia fan or as a Tech fan who just wants to be angry. 
mm-hmm. and it's like oh it's a bad look texas tech not shaking hands and then everybody just piles on everybody like sheep just following the lead sure. goat yeah. you this know guys falling yeah hey oh this program this and nobody has a brain enough to say wait a minute they've been doing this all year long <laughs> I mean, no, nobody can think for themselves, mm-hmm. you know. And and again, when Jeff said it to me, it took me like thirty seconds. I was like, "What?" And I just kind of stepped back and like, and then I go, "Jeff, have they shook hands all year long?" And and he was like, "Man, eh, I think you're right. Maybe not." And I'm like, "What are we doing?" I think what we are all, we doing? I think we all need to take some of the smart pills that you take every single day, or the common sense pills. Do you take common sense pills, or does it just come natural to you? It's it's Mountain Dew. That's oh, what it is. Okay. <laughs> it's just everyone drink Mountain Dew. Okay. Um, I don't know. Just don't be looking to be bent out of shape about yeah. something. Yeah. Well, okay? I think that's and, and somebody says it's post-COVID, and like you read a minute ago, and maybe that's when it started. Maybe mm-hmm. that's when it, when it started. Maybe it was a situation where they don't want... Now the potential for spreading germs or whatever. I don't know. The coaches, you can still spread your germs. <laughs> yeah, right. Because <laughs> the coaches do it. And sure. I notice the coaches always. I yeah. always notice the mm-hmm. coaches, or almost always notice the coaches mm-hmm. shaking hands. I just don't see the players doing it. I see them shaking with their teammates. Okay? And that's it. Yeah. And that's it. So, I don't know. Uh, again, I, I just feel like, man, don't believe everything you read on the internet. Good gosh. Yeah. Without it. Without a doubt. All right. Uh, how about something positive? The Texas Tech track and field team. <clears throat> and, you know, it's funny because I heard uh, Coach Kitley on with Thetford Nashby on Saturday. And he talked about how they needed to fill lanes. Okay. Saturday was a fill lane day. And I think at the end of Saturday, they had like 30 and a half points. And I was like, oh, man. I wonder, wonder if they filled enough lanes. And I had seen how they had you know, quite, a, quite a few. Well, they filled enough lanes because Texas Tech finished up with 179 points. Uh, the next closest competitor was Texas at 125 and a half, and then Kansas at 117 and Oklahoma at 93. So I, I, I would call that a dominating performance by the Red Raider men's track team. Sure. Okay. Uh, eight individual Red Raiders or teams were crowned individual champions on Sunday. Uh, Courtney Lindsay, he is part of the uh, Texas Tech 4x100 relay team. Uh, that team set a record of 38.24 seconds. Okay, That was a new meet and facility record. Uh, Lindsay also won the 100-meter title uh, with a 10.08 time and the 200-meter with a time of 20.21 nice <laughs> god that's smoking isn't it he was um he was the highest point scorer for the meet all right courtney Lindsay was and then um also uh, winning two uh, matches or two two races was caleb dean he won the 110 and 400 hurdles and the 110 hurdles his time was 13.44 and 48.39 in the 440 hurdles. That was a Big 12 record and facility record. It should be the 400 hurdles. That was just a typo. It's 440 was back in the day, but it was the 400 hurdles, 400 meter hurdles. Okay. 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 
So on the women's side, Texas Tech had three individuals win championships. Sylvia Schultz uh, won in the 400 hurdles. She was sub-57 time for the first time in her career. Uh, she leaned out at the finish line to win. Demisha Roswell defended her 100-meter hurdle title, 13.02. And then um, Malin Smith won the javelin. She threw it 180 feet, 185 feet, one inch. That was her first Big 12 medal. So that's pretty, pretty sweet. 185 feet. That's that's a heck of a throw, even for the guys. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and I think, I think the women's javelin is the same size as the men's. I think. I don't have a clue. I would have, if you had asked me, I would have guessed it was smaller. I think it's. I think but, it's, but I have no idea. I think you're I'm not, more I'm, educated on track than I am. I think uh, Texas Tech on the. Uh, Women's side went two, three, and four in the uh, triple jump. That's uh, pretty impressive. It is. And then uh, in the did you ever do the triple jump? No, I had friends that did. I had a friend of mine, my friend Howard, did the triple (laughs) jump. (laughs) I knew someone who did. (laughs) Yeah, that seems like it'd be really difficult. And that's all sorts of athleticism. Oh my God! Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hop, skip, and jump is really what it is, right? Mm -hmm. I think it's a little bit more than that, but I mean. And there's so many ways that you can fault on that too, right? And the same thing on the long jump. You know, you can fault on that. You can fault on the javelin too. You got You can't. You can't go over the line. The there's front only line. One fault in the triple jump. Only one. Yeah, you, you, you just go over the, the line. Yeah, <laughs> I, for that first one. If once you're past the first, once you get past the line, you but, make your jump. Okay. Then you're. But maybe you're, you. Maybe there's multiple ways the to ones. default. Maybe mm-hmm. if you went with the skip before the hop, yeah. that would be a default. Maybe so. It'd be weird. I don't know that it would be defaulted. It's not alone. So, you know. <laughs> this event took place at John Jacobs Field in uh, in Norman. Okay. Was Jinger Heimer Smith there? He sang the national thing, anthem. Yeah. He sang the national anthem. Okay. Uh, also, on the also the first time I ever got the name right the first time. Tech men's golf coach Greg Sands was on. And, of course, his team is uh, thriving, right? And they talked about... Um, the Rawls course and not hosting. And he talked about how that's like four or five years in the making. The, I think the women are going to host a regional next year. And the, the hope is that the men can, can kind of follow suit. Mm-hmm. So it does take some, it does take some time. There's a, there's a possibility. Uh, somebody says, we also did that without running a four by 400 relay. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy. It's crazy. Um, how, great this track team is. I mean, they have a shot at winning a national championship again. So congrats to uh, yes. both the men and the women and the individual champions and the p- competitors. That is uh, really, really cool. Jamie's question of the day is next. This is the Morning Drive podcast from Double T 97.3 presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Jamie's question of the day on Double T 97.3 is presented by Bizarre Solutions. Call them today for a free cybersecurity audit. You had a lot of time to think about the question of the day over the weekend. I'm certain that it, yes. ocu- it occupied quite a bit of your brain, right? Man. What am I going to ask Chuck and Jeff and our it's fine almost, listening audience on Monday morning, right? Yeah, I was almost late for the game yesterday. Were just you? kind of yeah, scratching out ideas. Okay, okay. All right, here's my question for you guys today. I'm going to Red Raider football. Okay. I haven't talked to any Red Raider football today. Why don't you give me the record for the Red Raider home schedule? 
Mm. Okay. Red Raider home schedule. Let me just pull that up real quick. We so. all are big fans of the Red Raiders dominating at home. Absolutely. That uh, makes for fun times. The The first thing that came to my mind was 5-1. and one. Okay. 5-1. and one. And your one loss, if you want to throw it out there? Uh, I'll throw out the loss to, uh, I hope I'm wrong, uh, Oregon. Would you prefer it be Kansas State? No. No, I mean I take the you take a Big Twelve win over a non conference loss any time, mm-hmm. you know. But no, I I want to I want to beat all the purple teams that are coming to town this year. That <laughs> includes both K State and TCU. How about and, Tarleton. And Tarleton, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> want to beat them too? Three purple teams are coming to town. God, I hate that color. Um, five and one is my number, Jeff. I'm at five and one, but my loss is to Kansas State. I like Chuck's better. Um, I like both ears better than me. I don't know. I'm just going to go four and two. Okay. Okay. And I know I asked you to tell me who. Uh, man, I lean towards Oregon, but I'm scared for some reason of a second one being either TCU or UCF. Okay. Okay. So I feel like Kansas State's one you're finally going to get. Okay. And we're just in my mind I'm fearful of I think those teams are decent. I don't think they're, you know, unbeatable or anything like that, but just one of them you're going to let slip. I I'm just, I want to make you feel better about the UCF game. Joey McGuire has never lost on senior day. <laughs> I just want to know. <laughs> what does the O mean? means he hasn't lost. <laughs> okay. And I, I want to make you feel better about TCU because that's a Thursday night. That's going to be a night game. I think we're just going to smear those Christians. I mean, I think we're just absolutely just going to annihilate them. The TCUers. Okay. I don't know if all of them are Christian or not, but I mean, they, they play for it's TCU, probably, Texas Christian, just, you know, just kind of, kind of slanging it a little bit there. Yeah, um, slow down there, Huggy. <laughs> just, I think we're just, just focused on them being horned frogs. Or TCU, I think we're just okay? going to, I think we're going to, I think we're going to, I think we're just going to. I hope you're right. Annihilate and you're them. right. I think the Thursday night thing does help. Too. I, you know, that yeah. the emotion, the passion, the, you know, it's all going to be there. I mean, Coach McGuire's going to have a tremendous pregame speech. You know, I you know, I I, I think he's. I think in terms of, uh, you know, just the what we've seen, you know, from the locker room clips, I think he's as good as we've had on the football side of that. Oh, for motivational speeches. Yeah, I think oh, he's as good okay. as we've had. <laughs> It all comes through here, you know, you know all those things. We've, we've had coaches in the past where they didn't have cameras in the locker room. So, I know. We, yeah, so so it would be hard to I know. I really know. be hard. I'm a prisoner of the moment. <laughs> yeah. I, I get I get kind of yeah. caught up in things. Who was it that had the halftime speech against Oklahoma? That was E.J. Hollib. E.J. Hollib did? Yeah. 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 Against in 99? Yeah. yeah. With Oklahoma and in the locker room that got the guys turned around and went out and won it for Spike. Yeah. 
So there's been some good ones in the past. Some, uh, somebody's calling me Emperor Nero. I don't know who that is, but... He was the guy that watched uh, Rome burn while you played the fiddle. Oh, okay. Wow. Look at you, man. You, you took some extra smart pills today, too, didn't you? I do a little segment every day called This Day in Sports History. Yeah. At the end of it, there's a little history involved. Um, you know, I tend to read those at least a couple of times before we get on the air. Leave it to the hot so, dog vendor to spark a religious war, right? So you've called... Jeff smart today. Mm-hmm. You've called me smart today. Yeah. Um, Maybe it's just like a com- in comparison sake thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe Jeff and I are at normal levels of sense. Okay. <laughs> and you've said things to slide below. Slide below. <laughs> I have a tendency to do Slip. that. Slip, Slip below. Slip below. Mm-hmm. Slip below. Uh, Nero burned Christians at the stake during his reign. From Tyler. Wow. Yeah. More, more smart people. <laughs> in, in the realm of good people, Nero is not one of yeah. them. I meant like the TC. Uh, never mind. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Get, stop on my head. Stick with Somewhat TCU or Horn Frost. <laughs> so, um, oh boy. Can I take us on a left turn? Sure. Sure. Jamie, you weren't here Friday. <laughs> it was not. You missed... Some radio greatness. Should I break the news now? Sure. Double breaking news here on the bottom line. <laughs> Clint? Yes? Uh, next week is the race. Uh, yeah. And, um, I am uh, pulling out of the race. Oh no! Yeah. What? Yeah. Why? Um, Damn. lots of reasons. Um, and I'm, I will say this: uh, just uh, uh, balls down to don't want to get my ass kicked by bull rider. <laughs> bull fire. No. <laughs> so there it is. There it is. Do you know what the worst part about this is? Hmm. There's a guy that sits in that chair that I'm going to have to hear about this for the next six months that he was right. Wait, what? (laughs) Charlie Chaplin. Chuck said what? Said that you guys weren't going to race, that you would back out of it, specifically. He said that I would back out of it? Oh, man. That you would come up with another injury or something so that you wouldn't have to race. Chuck said that? Yes, he did. Kind of changes things, if you ask me. Kind of feel the uh, competitive button be re- being repressed mentally over there. <laughs> There's been a little bit of an emotion change over to my left. I can't tell why. How are we feeling over there? Would you hit the breaking news sounder again? <laughs> just been handed some uh, information, and uh, that information changes everything. <laughs> because Chuck Hines thinks that I was going to back out, because apparently Chuck Hines thought I was going to weasel out of this, I'm not weaseling out. I'm in fact going to race. The race is back on, and I'm going to do this now. And it is doing this 
to spite Chuck Hines. Now. Yeah. 100% to spite Chuck Hines. And even if I have a bad back or a, or a pulled hamstring or whatever, I'm still going to race because he said I wouldn't. So, Chuck, you put that in your peace pipe and you smoke it there, big boy, champ, <laughs> chief, buddy, pal, pal. skippy. <laughs> I think you still end up being right, Chuck. Yeah. Because he tried to get out of it. Yeah. I, I think what we call this is uh, <clears throat> power of the morning drives, what we call this. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Will you be shocked if he, uh, if he uh, races? No. No, I won't. Sounds like he's going to do it. Sounds like he's going to do it. Take his word for it. I I had advised him not to do it just because I I want to see the guy pull a hamstring and hurt his football season or something like that. Well, it's a long ways away, isn't it? Right, I don't know, but those things linger. (laughs) He's got to backpedal and all that kind of stuff. Mm. Yeah, I don't wish anything bad on him, but I do think the bullfighter is going to win. You know, they're... That's going to be quite the spectacle because the bullfighter is going to wear his bullfighting uniform and uh, Sneed's going to wear his uh, refereeing outfit. Mm-hmm. Did you know that? And he plans on throwing a flag when he crosses the finish line. The Morning Drive podcast from Double T 97.3 is presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. A Morning Drive. Um, so I, I'm, I've already been wrong today. So like Bluey, I'm out. And so uh, Jeff McGuire hasn't been told wrong yet this morning so oh it's it's coming he's he's got he's got an opinion on something that uh, we get to tell him he's wrong on okay so pull up the texas rangers schedule uh because that's going to be a key thing that you're going to need to have okay to to be able to tell me if i'm right or wrong the whole schedule uh as we currently sit Mm -hmm. texas rangers are 25 and 15 first place in the al west four games up on the houston astros all of us would agree that your schedule has been pretty light with regards to the competition that the Rangers have played. Sure. But you've taken care of business, which yeah. is something you haven't done in the past. You don't want to beat the teams that, are, that they put in front of you. Right. Mm-hmm. But it is also May 15th. Looking through the next basic month of the season, uh, between now and uh, June 11th, which is when you finish the Tampa Bay series, it won't be until June 11th that we actually will know if this is a good baseball team or not in realm of winning the AL West, winning the division, making a chance at a deep run for the playoffs. There's not a lot of meat on this schedule between now and then. Well, um, I wouldn't say that I would. I would say that you're wrong, Jeff. Um, I think the we're going to see a, a good Braves team this week. Mm-hmm. You're going to play on the road at Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Baltimore is a much improved team over the last couple of years. Um, Detroit's a little bit better. They're still not great. Um, you get the Cardinals at home to start next month. They're not a good They're, baseball I team know, this year. I know. It's like it's. It's kind of it, reputation-wise. It's kind of playing the logo there. It's yeah. very much a yin and yang schedule. So you're basically saying the, the series with Tampa Bay is June 9th, 10th, and 11th. Yeah. Like, it won't be until then. We'll come in on that Monday morning and be like, okay, 
Now we've learned something about this baseball team. Tampa Bay's not that good. They lost to the Yankees this weekend. They're last in their division, so. <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> Woo, out of the cellar. <laughs> I, I, I think I'm going to disagree with you just from the standpoint of what Jamie just said. You got these games against the Braves this week, and then you've got the Baltimore series. And while you say Baltimore's not that good, you, you, could, you could make a case to a I'm, degree. You could make a case... You can make this case. Baltimore is to the east what the Rangers are to the west. A team that's been not very good. Sure. And and now finds themselves 12 games over 500. For every Atlanta and Baltimore that you have, you also have a St. Louis, Seattle, and Detroit. It's a yin and yang. You get a, 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 a good team mm-hmm. and then someone who is holding the seller of their division securely. All right, correct me if I'm wrong, but you said you won't face. You won't. We know. won't know if this is a AL West division winning team, a deep playoff contention team, until after that Tampa Bay series. I think you win this series against the Braves. You win the series at Baltimore. You're going to start feeling pretty good about yourself. I think you're probably right, um, Chuck, in that uh, you will feel pretty good about yourself. Uh, I, I think. I think Jeff, while you're looking at the Rays as the best team in baseball, I don't, and, and they are. There's no question; their record is spectacular. I don't know, even at that point, if I will say, "Okay, you're winning the West." They're just to me, there'll be too much baseball to be played. And I think the Astros are are going to keep are going to get better. I mean, once they get Altuve back and their offense gets clicking a little bit more, they've they've dealt with some injuries, but man. I don't. I have a hard time falling on either side of this, Jeff. And in, in in that, I I kind of agree with Chuck that you win those two series and you'll feel like, hey, man, that's a big step in the right direction. But if you do that, and even if you come out of the series with the Rays winning two out of three, I'm still not on June 11th going to be like, yep, playoffs. Unless the rest of the division just falls apart and you're up 10 at that point or something, which I don't expect to happen. Uh, I I still feel like you've taken big steps forward. I think you're going to be in the mix at the beginning of the year. I don't know that I would have said that, but I think you're going to be in the mix. Uh, As each day grows with you holding a lead, I feel like I I think I'm a little bit more confident that you could win the division, but I still on June the 11th just won't be ready to say I'm certain about anything. This baseball is just such a long season. You're just so long and there's so much more to be played. Well, how many, how many games is between now and then Jeff, Do you know, let me count real quick. Yeah. And, and while you, while you count, I'll, I'll make this point. You, you could make a case that both the wild cards could come out of the East. 24. 24. Right, Jamie? Um, yeah, you could. You could make a case that, that you'll have Pretty to win the division. Case. Huh? Pretty solid case. Pretty solid case huh? right now. Now, right now you'd have a wild card spot. But um, and, and then the other thing that you, that you can't dismiss as uh, the number of runs the Rangers are scoring. I mean, they're only six behind Tampa Bay. Six runs behind Tampa Bay. Now, yeah, I don't think there's any question about your offense. Yeah, you've given legit. up 17 more runs, which has led to some losses. But 
you know, in the loss column, you're you're uh, you're four behind uh, Tampa Bay in the loss column. Twenty five and fifteen of the Rangers. That's forty, and they've played one more, two more games than you. They're thirty one and uh, eleven. Tampa Bay is so. Hmm. It's uh, oh, it's an in- interesting uh, discussion, but certainly they're better than what they were a year ago. Oh no, one hundred percent accurate. I mean, certainly the the you're playing interesting baseball. The money they've invested, yes. Yeah, you're you're to the point where you're looking at the if you if you didn't listen to the game or you weren't aware of it the night before, then you're looking to see hey how the Rangers do when you get up in the morning, mm-hmm. which is a complete difference in what it's been over the last uh, couple of years. And and remember, Chuck, you, there's three division or excuse me, there's three three wild, wild cards, wild cards okay, not so, just two. Okay, yeah, I forgot about the third. So. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, right now, I mean... So three is probably not going to come out of the East, but I mean, certainly two could, and then, then you're fighting. I remember asking you guys a couple weeks ago where your confidence level was for the Rangers making the playoffs, or maybe it was the other show I asked. I no, know. you asked us. Okay. Um, and I think I was above five out of ten, but I think I'm probably at like, probably at like seven and a half out of ten. Oh, now. wow. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Eight twenty-three this morning here on the morning drive. Thoughts, comments. Uh, Yates Flooring Center chat line. Go to the Double T ninety-seven three mobile app. It's presented by Happy State Bank or the Visual Edge IT Hotline. Okay. A couple things here. Um, so does every team have an up and down schedule? Look at the records in baseball. Look at Houston's schedule. You could make the same statement. That's. I mean, it's fair. Mm-hmm. Houston didn't lose 100 games last year. Yeah. And, that, and I know the Rangers, but my point is, you've done a huge swing for the Rangers. Here's another question for you. And it's great you. to see. It's great to see in this area. Here's another thought is, you know, the Rangers are thought, I've read at least one article that said, you know, Rangers might be a candidate for uh, Shohei Otani, um, given his desire to win. And then at some point in time, you're going to have to wonder about Mike Trout. How long does he stay with the Angels? How long do they keep paying him just to be a 500 baseball team? You know, at what point in time do they give up the ghost? Well, he sells tickets too. He does. He he does. But I mean, his and jerseys and interest mm-hmm. and well, and then and you, then you have to question his health as well because he's he's been a guy that uh, has had has had struggles to uh, to stay healthy. All right, eight twenty-four this morning here on the morning drive. Uh, somebody says, uh, "Does Seager and Degrom return and give this team a boost?" I I just feel like putting any hope in Jacob Degrom is might be false hope. Oh man, I can't go there. I mean, you you. I mean, if if you're there, why, why would you sign him to a big deal like you did? Well, it feels like he's a. Injury waiting to happen. Well, I mean, there's a little bit of truth in that, but yeah, I, I no, I think Degrom will be back. I think he'll be important for this team. I, I hope he's not continuing to battle injuries, and I think Seager coming back would be massive as well. I mean, that's a big offensive piece that you're missing. So I don't know. I really do like the Rangers' chances of getting to the postseason one way or the other. And, and probably fair. This person says Angels will not trade Otani. Uh, in the division or Trout, zero chance. That's that's a probably a fair statement, but doesn't you can dream, right? Trout's a Jersey boy. He needs to be in New York. <laughs> you can dream, right? 
This has been the Morning Drive Podcast, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Check out our library of Double T 97.3 podcasts at double T 97.3.com.